There's always something hot happening in South Florida. Talk now with Brian Mudd on News Radio 610 WIOD. We're at this point because Republicans in Congress blocked efforts by Democrats to raise the debt limit and protect the full faith and credit of the United States, despite having voted for it three times during the Trump administration. For people who hate politics, this whole debt ceiling thing is like the quintessential issue under which people hate politics, because it really is just finger pointing. It's a lot of finger pointing and and political posturing, and both sides can have the rationale, but I mean, it it does kind of just get back to that base level. All right, so take a look at Congress, and we are joined by South Florida Congresswoman Maria Alvira Salazar. How are you? I'm doing very well. Wonderful to talk to you, Brian. Yes, likewise. If you're doing well, then I'm doing well, because I'm concerned as concerned as all can be about what's going on up there. Yeah, Washington is not doing well, and I thank you very much for the opportunity to talk to your listeners, because we are in a very difficult situation in this country. And I'm going to explain to you why, and this is specifically to my fellow Democrats. This country has had a noble party called the Democratic Party for many years but unfortunately has been hijacked by the radicals. Let me just backtrack a little bit. In history, every time, and comes from the uh, uh, French Revolution, let's go way back in history. Every time there is a political institution where you have a moderate group and you have a radical group, the radical will eat up the moderates. And that is what's happening. And it's very telling, and we all have to be very concerned. And that's why the GOP is trying to fight and bring some sense into the moderate Democrats and say to them, like Joe Manchin, like Cinema, like other members who are very noble members of the Democratic Party on the floor of the United States Congress that I serve with, and I tell them, hold on, that we are here to help you, because we are all Americans. And as President Biden said, that we want to work in a bipartisanship way, but the radicals are not letting anyone work under any circumstance. Now, Congresswoman, to your point, in the House, you had 10 moderates, and I don't know if there are more, but there are 10 that you know penned a letter saying, hey, we want the, the vote on that bipartisan deal. And, you know, of course, Speaker Pelosi had promised it by September 27th. Then she promised it last Thursday. Then she guaranteed it by last Friday. Obviously, none of that has happened. Have you talked with any of those 10 uh, moderates sure, in, in the House? Sure, what, what are they saying? What do they think we, at this point? We were there. We were there waiting for them. We were there, and we wanted to bring whatever is good to South Florida, in my case, and for the other moderates, to the district. And this is a bipartisan uh, law that was, um, an, uh, yeah, a law that was negotiated with the Senate, with 17 Democrat, Republican senators. This is the first time that you see a bill being negotiated and accorded with bipartisanship support. What are those Democrats That's that the- were, were defied that vote? What are they thinking at this point? Oh, well, they're, they're hostages. They're, they're, they feel like they're hostage with their own party. It's the first time in history that the, a, a party, whether Republican or Democrat, has the White House, has the Senate, and has the House of Representatives, and the party cannot pass the president's agenda. So who do they work for, themselves or the American people? You see what I'm saying? So it has oh, nothing yeah. to do with political parties. It has to do with the willingness that they want to destroy the history, the philosophy, and the culture of the United States, the American exceptionality that you know in your show I've always 
uh, explained, and I'm in love with that American exceptionality that is good for everyone, independents, Democrats, and Republicans. But unfortunately, we're seeing that group within the Democratic Party trying to do away with it, and that's the big fear. And the, and the, the spending, listen, remember that last year under the Trump administration because of COVID, how much money did we spend? One point trillion in this in March, in July, the the help was there. So we're talking about the now they want to spend another three point two trillion dollars in social programs. I'm not against helping people, but look, we're talking about six seven trillion dollars in the last twelve months. Where as your 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 kids are going to pay for this? We're going to we're going to do away. We're going to bankrupt the economy because then you have to tax people, and those people are the entrepreneurs that will say, you know what, I'm not paying this, I'm getting out. And then we're losing jobs, and the wealth doesn't get created. You know the whole spiral. that We, we come down, uh, and, and we can't afford that, and that's why we're holding the fort, or at least I am. Well, and we're thankful for that, and of course, uh, you know, the inflation as well, and, and part of a you know, ultimate transformation of, of this country into one of a dependency society over one where you can be whatever it is that you would like to be. And you know, Congresswoman, yeah. um, on this note, I mean, when you see tactics that are um, outrageous, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of Washington covering it for you know, over 23 years. I know you have in your you know, a distinguished media career. Have you, can you recall anything? Like what we're seeing from Attorney General Merrick Garland with this directive for the FBI to investigate uh, concerned parents and citizens that uh, are challenging policies and school boards? That's right. We have never seen something that you use the federal government in order to tell the parents how they have to conduct their, their children's lives. Education is intended to be at the state and local issue or to be at the local level and to be a local issue. And the parents have all, all the right in the world to show how frustrated they are with federal government's overreach into education and into our daily lives and their children's lives. So uh, instead of, of the, uh, the Department of Justice focusing on child sex trafficking that we have so much coming in through the southern border or, or uh, drug trafficking, I mean, but you see, this is where you see the, the hands of the radicals trying to strangle, hold, and to grab by the neck those who are more moderate. Because I am sure that there are many people within the DOJ that, is, that have said to them, come on, you know, leave that alone. Let the parents deal with that at the local and the state level. We don't have to interfere. But you see, we see it all over. We see it within the DOJ, in the FBI, we see it at the White House. But, you know, I am... Um, I believe that President Biden is also a hostage, just like is Nancy Pelosi and, and Schumer of the, of the radicals, that now are more than just the squad. Last year, remember that we would talk about AOC and Ilan Omar. Now we're talking about 80, 90 within the such a good Democratic point. caucus. That is such yeah. a good point. And, and they're growing. Why? Because media and academia have been infiltrated by the socialists. Because reality is that what these radicals, the progressives, any way you want to call them, we're talking about Marxist practices. And those Marxist practices have been instituted in this country by the Democratic Socialist Organization of America. That is the real threat. And why? Because they're socialists. 
and anything that tastes like socialism, don't we know about it? Ask the Nicaraguans. Forget about the Cubans if you want to. Ask the Venezuelans. Ask the Nicaraguans. Look at the Peruvians. Listen, Venezuela, as you said, I was a journalist. I interviewed myself, Hugo Chavez, in 2000. That was only 20 years ago. And you know what he told me? Oh, we're going to create democratic socialism. Absolutely, Maria. Oh, yeah. And look what happens. Today, 20 years after, the country that has the largest reserves of oil in the world. I mean, they shouldn't be poor, right? They're not, they're not a, a, poor, a, a poor country. They have oil. They can sell that, produce it, and sell it. Well, you know, the average Venezuelan weighs 15 pounds less because of lack of food. Why? Because there is no production. Why there is no production? Because there is no competition. And the producers left to Miami. Congresswoman, truer words have not been spoken than what you're talking about here. And specific to the situation with our government going and trying to defend the Marxism in the schools. It all begins in the classroom, and the reason that they are so defensive is that is how they've been incrementally working in this direction, indoctrinating the generations of kids at a time. And now it is the battleground of battlegrounds for them, and it's why we have to do what we need to do to make sure we know what's happening in the classroom and take back the school boards as well from the radicals, the teachers' unions that have been feeding all of this as well. Congressman or Congresswoman Maria Elvira Salazar, Always a pleasure. Thank you very much. And we'll be right back. The Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.